Welcome to the world according to J-Caps with me, J-Caps. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. I am going to... I got some suggestions. I just finished recording Grading Animals, uh, an episode, the horse episode. I have, I have one more part to shoot, so I just finished with that. And um, yeah, so I'm pretty psyched. And uh, I started teaching school. This is like the first first actual week of school. It's Monday. So I've only been teaching for three days. You know, I'm going to give you guys a full in-depth rundown of my life down to every last minute detail. Um, maybe. Let me fade this shit out and let's start the show. All right. So, yeah, it's September. I think we I think we went through this last week. Last week was Labor Day. And now it's September 12th. Yesterday was September 11th. Never forget. Um, you know, I was in New York City on 9-11. So there. Fucking, I did something cooler than you did. You know? Now it's just like, never forget. Never forget that I was also in the city on 9-11. Were you in the city in 9-11? No. Right? You were a fucking pussy. Fucking loser. Didn't even be on the city, be in the city on 9-11 when shit was going down to try to obviously then get the fuck out of the city, which is the what I did when I, I went to work. It was 9-11. I got, I tried, it took me eight hours to get the fuck out of the city. I had to evacuate. I had to ride in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, because I'm cool. Yeah, because I was there on 9-11. Not like you, you lame-ass bitch. I'm the... As Tony Baker says, to rip to completely rip off Tony, Tony Baker, I'm the one who's at 9-11 and running away, afraid of 9-11. But I'm, I'm there. So never forget, guys. So anyway, yesterday was 9-11, the 21st birthday of 9-11. And, um, you know, imagine, like, all the babies that were born on 9-11. Like, they weren't thinking about... That day was like, sorry, mom, you're... Sorry, young mother-to-be. Today is not about you. Unfortunately, today is going to be about something else. Your son will always... It's like now, from now on, just this second week of school in September now will forever be this thing. And, um, you know, it's going to take a few years for people... First, they're going to remember. Then they're going to forget. And then they're going to remember. And when they forget, then your son will have... Son or daughter will have a a birthday identity of its own. But for the first, for these, but I'm sorry, for at least a decade, all people are going to talk about on your child's birthday is going to be 9-11. And yeah, and and by the way, uh, I just want to let you know that I, my, I, I was in the city because we're, your son is being bored at, um, you know, um, what's a good, what's a good, St. Vincent's. Your son is being born at St. Vincent's. Because in 2001, I think St. Vincent's was still... I think it's still a hospital now, but for some reason, I don't think they do as much over there or there was closed down or something. It doesn't matter. Anyways, anyways welcome to the show. Yesterday was 9-11. Um, today is uh, 9-12, not as popular. And um, what we got going on, yo. So, yeah, we got some suggestions. Also, I'm going to look at the news again. Um, also, uh, yeah, I mean, like this episode is like a little bit going up late, so I'm not going to like, if this episode turns into a half an hour episode, it's just going to be what it's going to be, but I'm going to really try to tease this shit out as long as I can, you know, uh, that's what I, that's my commitment to you. I'm going to tease this shit out, you know? Um, so, but yeah, actually coming up. On the 25th of September, I will be in uh, Duluth, Minnesota for the Minnesota Web Fest. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, Grading Animals is nominated for Best Comedy Web Series at the Minnesota Web Fest, so I'm really psyched. And you know, the funny thing is, is when that happened, I was really glad to be nominated. But then there's this other festival that, that starts the day after Minnesota which is called the Catalyst Festival, and it's really hard to get into. And I also applied to that. And then, like, I was hoping that I would get into both. And then I didn't get into Catalyst. And then I was like, 
then I was like a real jealous bitch. I was like, <gasps> no, I wasn't really. I wasn't really like, <laughs> I can't believe it. No, I'm not like that. But I was like, then I was like, shut the fuck up. I needed Spencer Fulton Baird to come out and be like, shut the fuck up, Caps. You got into a festival. It's going to be great. What? Why are you being such an asshole? And he's right. No, but I was kind of, but at first, because I was like, whoa, imagine I get into Duluth. I get into Catalyst End, uh, Minnesota. That would be insane. But it, alas, it was not to be. Um, but I am psyched. So if you're in Minnesota and you're not, if you're in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, which I don't know why you would be. I mean, I guess you'd be there for the festival, but like I'm compete, <laughs> I'm competing with all of them. So I'm talking about people who might listen to this podcast. It's possible. If you're also in Duluth, um, then, you know, if you invite, if you ask me if you, if you can pick me up from the airport, I probably will be still too scared to meet you, but that's fine, you know, but, uh, you know, that's just the way I am. No, but in any case, um, I will be there and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's great. I'm, I'm very grateful that I got uh, nominated and that I got into the festival. And um, so that's pretty cool. So that's pretty cool. And that's coming up. And, um, yeah, it turns out I'm actually going to go to, I'm going to go to Mayor's after. Caps, I actually, since you summoned me, I just, not that I want to, um, uh, you know, you know that song, uh, ain't nobody going to break my style. Ain't nobody going to hold me down. Oh no. You know that song? Of course I've heard that song is, is, um, in my memory forever from being a kid growing up in the 1980s. So I can't not, whenever I hear that song, well, I only bring it up because I feel like by interrupting you to tell you that you're going on about like what you're doing and like what you ate for lunch, like who cares? It's not interesting to the show. So I want you to get on with something like a bit or something, you know, what do you want to be known for, Caps? Do you want to be known for telling your stupid life story on the podcast? Or do you want to be known for telling a hilarious joke that you looked at the news and you came up with all this stupid stuff about it off the top of the dome. What about that? What do you think of that, Caps? You know, I tend to... Yes, I do tend to chase that dragon, Spencer. I think you're right. But sometimes I think that you got to mix it up with just telling, like, I thought that maybe people want to know that I'm going to the web festival. No, Caps. No, nobody cares. What do you, what do you want to be, um, a little... A brag, a bragger? Do you want to brag? Is this podcast for you to brag about your accomplishments, your minuscule accomplishments that don't matter? Um, no, you know it's a, you 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 bring up an interesting point, uh, Spencer, because it's like, what is the point? It's like, what is the endless pursuit of making? Can you stop here for a second? I need to turn something on. Continue. Yeah, like, what is the? endless pursuit of like doing things like why I guess putting putting something in a uh, in a in a festival it's like you're hoping what to get a laurel to get a laurel and to, to some for somebody to tell you that you did a good job or to like have an someone on the outside prove to you that the thing that you did was good because you don't believe it in your heart sometimes you doubt you know, it's okay to doubt. I think all of us doubt ourselves. So it's nice to so it's nice to get uh, recognized sometimes, you know? So that's like my I think. caps um that also sucked. But you know what? I feel like it landed the plane of of you yes, you're going to Minnesota Webfest end scene, you know? You know it's like an end scene to that? So yes, again, thank you. Yes, uh, Spencer, ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna break my style. So yes, um, on the twenty fifth to the twenty eighth, I'll be in Duluth for that. That's gonna be great. And yeah, you know what? I'm pretty psyched. And who knows? Maybe it can help grading animals. You know, grading animals. I just did an episode. I just recorded um, the video part, which I haven't done for a year, and it's pretty and it feels exciting. I'm 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 in that state where I'm ex where I'm thinking of other ideas to add to the like post-production, I still have to shoot the outdoor part, which I need. Um, I have someone who's going to help me shoot it because I don't, I'm, I'm not doing it just totally on myself. I need to, it requires another person to hold the camera. So that, if that tells you something about how big this episode's going to be, 
Um, but I hope if you like grading animals and you like the thing I do with grading animals, then this is going to be fun because this is um, written down at seven pages. So that's going to be edited down, but um, it's going to be like hopefully multiple ep- episodes worth of grading animals in one episode. So, anyways, that's good. And I, you know what, Spencer, I'm not gonna. I won't accept a buzzer from that. Even if you were to buzzer that, I wouldn't accept it because grading animals is actually, this episode is going to be good. I have a really good feeling about it. Um, And that's just because it's no better than any of the other episodes I've ever done. It's no better than any of them. So it's, it's within the groove just because like, you know, I've made like a bunch of them. Caps, you know what? You don't have to defend your show. The Minnesota Web Fest thinks you're good. You know, you don't have to defend it to me. You, you know what? You're right. I mean, I guess like I kind of showed my hand on that one. So anyway, let me try to log into my computer so we can look up some news. What the fuck is my password? So I can log into my computer and we can look at the news. Our first story. We logged in and the little line on the computer to charge it up or whatever is going across. And yes, so... I have a MacBook and, you know, it's I put my password in, but still the computer's got to think about it. It's got to think, is this the right password? Let me send him one of these loading lines. And, uh, and you know what? It checks out. Yes, we are on the board. We are into the computer. So let's check out what's happening in the news. This worked out last week. And um, I got to say, it seems like a really fun idea to do to do um oh what's that song is that is that break my style i don't know come on get to the part see spencer check it out all right this is taking way too fucking long for this song to start anyway uh we're logged in and ain't nobody gonna break my style and uh, where are we? Let's go to the news. All right, the news. Um, hold on a second. News. I got to go to Google News for you. All right. Google News for you. Your briefing. Monday, September 12th. No articles about 9-11. Hmm. Very suspicious. And yet, we got a, we got a news story. All right. So Queen Elizabeth's coffin um, is, you know, on Queen Elizabeth, who was the Queen of England, um, she actually is dead now. It's very, it's very sad. I'm going to say, Spencer, I'm going to say that that's bad, right? Spencer, what do you think about this? You have a British accent. What do you think? Well, absolutely. I'm actually American, but for some reason you do me with this accent, which I think what you're trying to do is the accent of the guy Destroyer. That's that's my accent. I have your impression of the guy Destroyer, but for whatever reason, that's how Spencer that's how Spencer Fullerton Baird, the renowned animal research guy from Smithsonian from the 1800 sounds on in your fake multiverse television concept show. Yes, you're right. Uh, I don't know why I do Destroyer's voice for you. That What I think Destroyer sounds like. Yes, Destroyer's always like, I'm doing some type of poem about some type of obscure shit that you've never heard of. Stop doing my voice. That's my voice, not Destroyer's voice anymore. Yes, exactly. But I mean, that's actually... But anyway, let's get back to the... Let's get back to the story at hand. Um, it turned out that the lady known as Queen Elizabeth, um, she was the Queen of England. She was the one who, I think it's known that she put the hit out on um, on Princess Diana, who was, I think Princess Diana was going to get the crown from her. Like, I think that the problem was is that, like, nobody had ever... In English life, like they, the crown, this whole like, you understand that was that clown, that um crown thing, like being king, being queen, that goes back into like 
going back all the way to like when Jesus was born. Like it goes back all the way because like, okay, so first, first thing that happened was the earth was created. It was not created in seven days. That's a lie. If you heard that, it's not true. It was actually created over billions of years. That's because in this podcast, we believe in science. We think science is real. Um, uh, yeah, and like all, I guess, you know, we have, we don't have that sign on our lawn like a bunch of fucking losers, but we do believe in the science part. And one of the science parts is that it took like millions and billions of years to be even eligible for human life on this planet. So that's one thing. But the other thing that we believe in is that I think that Jesus Christ really did walk. You remember when Kanye West had that song, Jesus Walks? That's a scary sounding song. Jesus Walks. It sounds like a terrifying song that would be in a movie about a child who is named Damien, and he's a de- he's devilish. He's a devilish child. He's a devilish child. He's a devilish child, I say. That's the sound. That's like what is in a destroyer song. He's like, he's a devilish child. He wouldn't be saying he's. He'd be saying she's devil or something like that. I don't know. Actually, fuck this. Destroyer's last album wasn't that good. I mean, he had that. He had he had that one song, but like, that was editing. He used editing for the first time. He used like an editing trick, and I liked my destroyer au natural to use a French phrase, which is very popular in Canada. Um, we're going to be meant Canada will come up a few times in this episode because one of the suggestions that we're going to get to later comes from Kaylin from the Pagan Place podcast. Shout out Pagan Place podcast. Check check out if you wanted to know what's happening in New Brunswick, not New Jersey, New Brunswick, dickheads. There's another New Brunswick. It's called in Canada. It's called right on top of Maine, right smushed next to Maine. Believe it or not, you thought, what did you think? Fucking the only things in Canada were Vancouver and Toronto. Hey, dickhead, there's also Winnipeg. Uh, don't forget about Winnipeg. Don't be sleeping on Winnipeg. Also Edmonton. Also, but down the list, also New Brunswick, which is no province to sneer at. They're a fucking dope province. Listen, honestly, New Brunswick is, is a sleeper hit. It's one of the best provinces out there, and I'm 100. I'm 100. Uh, shout out New Brunswick, fucking love you guys. Great province, great people, and if you want to know about basically everything that's happening in New Brunswick, check it out. One thing that that I do want to go to in New Brunswick one time is they have this block party thing where they get a gigantic inflatable moon to come down into the middle of the square. Now, I don't know if this is something that a lot of cities do in their cities, but I saw pictures of it, and it looks fucking cool because it looks like as if um, the moon was just, like, between, like, two tall buildings. And then it's... This is one thing that I've learned about about Canada, um, and this is not not just something that New Brunswick does. All, all Canadian places I have ever been to do this is when it's summertime... Everybody comes out, and it's a it's such a cool vibe because the French festivals. When I toured the French festivals, it was always like, um, like a lot of like a lot of people, uh, just all people. The French festivals themselves is like everybody just jam packs and goes to like sees as many shows as they can, and I assume that's because Canada is freezing and they they can only really come out of their house until like it's like July or something like that, but. I mean, I don't know if it's like that anymore because everywhere on earth during the summer is like 100 degrees now and it's, and will be like that until for the, for the foreseeable future, I think. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> Caps, I this is good, uh, but let's get to some of the news. Um, you know, it's, let's, let's move on. Yeah, you're right, Spencer. I, I don't even want to do a super long episode this week, but I think I'm going to do like... But anyway, let's. Yes, you're right. We should we should move on. Um, we'll get to uh, we will get to uh, Kalen's suggestion in the suggestion part of the show. But let's get on with Queen Elizabeth. Uh, it turns out is dead, and there's a controversy. 
Now, many people are like, she was an old lady. And we, and so, but other people are like, fuck her. She was actually, she did the Holocaust. And that's actually was news to me because revelations that Queen Elizabeth literally did the Holocaust emerge as she immediately died. People all across America right now are burning their pictures. See, used to be, used to be every single house in America had a plaque inside of it. Actually, every female's house had a plaque inside of it that said, um, and I quote, um, keep calm and carry on. And you could find this thing, keep calm and carry on, in every teenager, 20-somethings, 30-somethings who moved to Brooklyn um, house, right? Everybody had one. And, but now, as but now, as revelations emerge that Queen Elizabeth and not Hitler literally did the Holocaust, and not only on the Jews, but two other other race Holocaust, they did it. They Queen Elizabeth did the Holocaust to black people, which we did not realize that there was a, that a Holocaust had gone on and was done about black people. And then, furthermore, that Queen Elizabeth herself was responsible for the Troubles, which is this other thing that happened in like Scotland, which was like they blowed up everybody for like a number of years. They were just everybody was just getting blown up, and it was very, it was not, it was not a Holocaust per se, but it was not good, and for sure, it's not something that it's going that you want it to come out about like you after you die so um shockwaves went through the internet as people were like holy shit i didn't realize queen elizabeth she seemed like such a nice old lady and and it also seemed like she was pretty cool when she was claire foy in the show the crown claire foy one of the best actresses out there i mean if there wasn't an actress who I not only totally respected her chops, but also, and I will admit it, and I will admit it, like I loved Claire Foy in the thing about, uh, you know, Henry Char- Henry VIII, no relation to Charles VIII, or actually he was related to Charles VIII. He's related to fucking Queen Elizabeth, but I'm talking about, um, you know, the, the the book it's about like Cromwell and um, off with her head you know what I'm talking about um, fucking Wolf Hall Wolf Hall yes Wolf Hall the TV show Wolf Hall with Claire Foy god damn it did I not love Claire Foy in that she was great but but also I'll have to admit that I am not above after watching Wolf Hall googling to see if she was ever naked in a movie to masturbate to I I'm not, I don't even remember no no not just masturbate to to admire to admire the beauty of the human being that is Claire Foy the great actress and also wow how generous she was to also appear naked in movies so you can just imagine like think about it just to think about it and if that's wrong you know what Ain't nobody going to break up my style. I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it that I, listen, when Wolf Hall came out, I was infatuated with, with uh, Claire Foy. And, and yes, and you know what? Now that I think about it, will I go and revisit that link to just be reminded of what she looks like naked? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But don't hold it against me. I'm just a, I'm just a human being, you know? But in any case, um, Queen Elizabeth did a lot of bad stuff. And But is it right? When someone, when an old lady dies and maybe she, so here's the thing. It's like, if she did, if she, if it turns out that she really did the Holocaust by hand to all those people, like that's, then I think, you know what? Then I think that she shouldn't get a parade. Um, But if she didn't do, if like, when you look at the, like, if you look at it and she didn't even, like, it wasn't even like that bad. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not sure if Queen Elizabeth did or did not. It's just right now it's rumors. Rumors have emerged. And when rumors emerge, you know how the internet is. Like maybe 
maybe she didn't like do a whole holocaust on on people you know i mean i hope not i mean i don't know listen if you're right now if you're going through a time where you're not sure how you should feel about queen elizabeth because the the it has just been emerged um allegations and also rumors that she by hand did all these holocausts and you're feeling shaken to your core well honestly it's a tough time but i want to remind you something that she told me once keep calm and carry on like if she did them if she didn't do them you know you didn't get holocausted you know maybe you should be like yeah dude honestly thank but thank for god you know you getting holocausted it's like you never know if you could listen sometimes like you don't necessarily yourself get holocausted but like what if you got like eaten by a shark now i know eaten by a shark is it seems like it wouldn't happen often, right? Because you have to go in the ocean to get eaten by a shark. But all I'm saying is, like, you never know where life will lead you. Like, for instance, I um, I went to do a surf lesson with mares, like, a month ago. And I had to sign a thing from the surf company, the surf school. And it said, like, basically, like, if you die during the surf if you do if you die doing this surf thing um it didn't spell out how you would die but i mean i could i could read between the lines like i can understand the implications like it's either getting eaten by a shark or getting bonked on the head with the surfboard so bad that you fucking don't even remember how to breathe and then you go under the water you breathe a couple of lungfuls of salt water and you're done for right i mean and again, is that does that necessarily mean that you got personally holocausted? I'd like to think, yeah, because when you get holocausted, it's one person at a time. And that's why it's so important to remember and respect that Holocaust has happened, but also to remember that if Queen Elizabeth was the one who did that, then unforgivable, and we really should turn on her. So... Again, this news site, this news right now is it's it's uh, what you would call like a real um, conundrum. It's because it's really it's shocking, and but anyway, that's what's ha- that's what's going on in the news with with uh, um. Okay, so here's another news story. Columbia University drops off best colleges ranking after admitting to incorrect data. That's right, Columbia University. Last time I heard about Columbia University, um, I heard, like, Columbia University always gets lumped into, like, like, like the for whatever reason, like, since, like, 2014, um, America's, America's, like, in, like, the who can have the wokest college, like, like, draft pick, and Columbia University is always like that. And, you know, I always, like, think that shit's like a lot like really corny but i guess they went a little they i guess they double dipped a little too much because now they're no longer known for being a smart guy college time was columbia university was the number one smart guy college but now for the last 10 years it's like they were they're like who gives a shit about that we want to like go in for every type of identity politics shit you can possibly make up and then you know listen you can only be great at one thing it's very, very difficult to be a jack of all trades. Even people who have multiple talents, usually you find that one thing is a more dominant skill than another. And so that's why, uh, you know, I think Columbia University is like learning their lesson. It's like maybe they should make a decision. Maybe the Columbia University has got to figure out like, what, where do I want to see myself in 10 years? Um, which is funny because where you want to see yourself is the whole reason somebody would have wanted to go to co- uh, Caps, that was pathetic. I hated that joke. I hated that that's where you took it. Um, you're just, you're on notice, okay? Thank you. That Now that I feel was nice, Spencer. Thank you very much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buzz you for that. And, and we're back. And we're back, guys. Great. So on to the next story. Um, 
Google Apps wants in on iOS 16 lock screen widgets, and we're not all jealous or anything. Jesus Christ, dude. I swear, dude. I swear. People give a fuck way too much about everything about, like, phones and shit. Um, I saw... I looked on this thing. I looked on this thing. There's a website called Android Police. I don't know. I don't even understand what that... Oh, you know what that is? Check this shit out. Check this out. I just figured it out. Sorry. I, um... See, this is the problem. Um, okay. I'm gonna have to... Okay. The, uh, here's a... This is a plea to all the listeners... We could really do it somehow. I know this podcast is also on your phones, but what if? But wouldn't it be a, a hilarious goof if everybody that you know, like, could be on the same page with one thing and like completely black out the internet um, and not use the internet one day? That would be so sick to just like really fuck with the algorithm right back. That what a cool protest that would be. Um, and um, I'm going to wrong buzzer myself because I think that's corny. But what I was saying is that this article, it's like written in such like he- having to have your head up your phone's asshole speak that it's like Google Apps want in on iOS 16's lock screen widgets and we're not at all jealous or anything. Like that sentence it's like that sent now that sentence was written by a human and yet they have an AI computer that can like do poems in the style of any um of any poet from history like even from before the advent of cell phones. So um that's something that I did see in the news. So I'm going to leave this stupid fucking story and talk to you about a different news article that I read earlier today, and I will just remember. It's called The Memory News, and I'm just going to remember news that I read, like, the other day. Okay. So, it turns out there's there's artificial intelligence, which is... Okay, so... I, do you ever have... Have you, have you ever looked on a website, and then there's a... Um, like, you look on a website... And then, like, there's a chat box that comes up on the side, and it's, like, supposedly a person, right? Have you ever seen this? But it's actually, like, a robot. It's, like, a robot android, like an android, like an android phone. Um, And it's in the computer, and it's going to say, like, do you want to get started with, like, your Geico claim or something like that? What would be a thing that it would have? It was, like, wants to, it always wants to, like, like if you have trouble like canceling your your porn subscription on like your on your credit card because they they bill it to some fucking thing that you don't want anyone to see on the on the um the receipt then you see this like you know cell phone it's like the cell phone android bot bot it's a bot anyway believe it or not those bots they're not just for canceling your porn subscription. Those bots are actually geniuses. Those bots know how to do all types of shit now. They have a bot right now that if you say to the bot, you're like, yo, I want you to write a poem about um, like how Queen Elizabeth is did all the holocausts uh, in the style of Shakespeare. Like, Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep, boop. And then automatically within the tap of not even one, not even, it wouldn't even be beep, boop. It would be one just tap. And this thing writes a verbatim, looks like Shakespeare wrote it. Like even the S's are F's. Do you remember when Shakespeare, listen, Shakespeare is pretty good. Okay, I'll I'll admit it. I'll admit that that part where he goes, um, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creep on in this petty pace, something, something, something after that. That part is pretty dope. And also, in second place, the part where he goes, um, he goes, um, Romeo, 
uh, Romeo, oh Romeo, wherefore art thou, G- Romeo? Um, what would be something, something, something? I don't know. So I don't know what he says after that. But both of those parts, fucking legendary. So this uh, bot can do that. It can like write a thing where he would be like, um, like writing about social media or something, and he'd be like, socialio, oh socialio, why for art thou socialio? Um, you always, and it would like use, it would be like use a reference, like that. It would make it like in a Shakespeare sounding way to, to make like a reference to, to like shake to like um social media. Like, what does the AI bot know about social media? Well, you know, people spend a lot of time on it, and they feel like it's making them waste their actual life. And like the Shakespeare bot would put that in there, and yo, it does it. It does it for everybody. It does it like you can do it for any thing you can do it for anything so then they have a, a another ai thing which does art and it can do like very much looks like a concept art from like a fantasy magazine um but you can put in anything like you can put in like um like i don't know just like a car that looks like a taco you know, like a like a matchbox car that looks like a taco that's called carne asada, but like car de asada, carne, but car de asada. And it would like search the internet and it would not even use the Hot Wheels car, the toy car that's called um, car de asada. It would make up like a beautiful illustration that like that it's like your wildest dreams couldn't have make. Now, it doesn't work perfectly all the time. But um, but we're just gonna say it does for the sake of of this uh, of this episode. So, anyways, I saw this shit and I was like, "That sucks," you know. You know, that's what I was like. I was like, "That sucks," and um, people shouldn't have done, shouldn't have made that. How come people made that? Who was the asshole in charge of that project? Why did they think? Oh yeah, I'll just invent um a computer to be better than a human at, at doing something like a parody poem. Now we got to have robots that are better at parody poems than humans? Seems like a fucking travesty. Where is the respect for humankind? And why are we all like so interested in like Instead of helping computer kind, instead of helping all these bots get ahead, how about we help our fellow man, huh? You know, this this world has never been so fractured, you know? Like, first we, like, lose all faith in our institutions. Then we find out that the Queen Elizabeth herself, like, was responsible for multiple holocausts. And then you turn around and tell me, instead of helping out the youth and, like, you know helping out kids that don't know how to learn so good, you know, just like, like to, to use verbatim words that were in Zoolander. Um, you're telling me that you, you turned around and you taught a computer, not only how to read, but how to do parody poems and how to do fantasy art graphics. Why do why would you do that? Why not? Why not do like I did and try to teach a special needs kid how to do that? That sounds much more noble. But the world we live in is not a noble place. In fact, I've said it many times, the world we live in is just um, a facade. And what the world really is, is the continued jungle. And um, it's, it's really like, you never know when, you know, like a, like a shark will come out and, and eat you, you know? Like, the, like as they do in the jungle. Because the ocean's a jungle too. Just because... Just see, this is the thing. People say like the lion is the king of the jungle, but is it really? Wouldn't you say the shark is the king of the ocean jungle, or maybe even you would say the killer whale is the king of the jungle, because the ocean came first before, before um, land. The truth is. If you really want to be technical about it, the ocean came first before land. And but the weird thing is is actually sharks came before whales by a lot. And so I'm going to actually give it to sharks. I'm going to say sharks, even though killer whales could kill sharks any day of the week, 
And if this is news to the audience that there's like they're upset, uh, I'm sorry. Like I, I've always been team killer whales. Uh, Caps, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck is this podcast? How about, how about it's 40 minutes in? Why don't we do some of the suggestions and then we make a break for it? Then we, then we be out, right? I think that's a great idea, Spencer. Thanks for, thanks for talking me off that ledge. I don't know where, I don't know where I would have gone had, had you not reminded me that I did not need to continue that, that boring, whatever the fuck I was saying. Man, Spencer, thank God I have you to, Always second guess my every thought. You're welcome, Caps. All right, let's look at those suggestions. Okay. All right, so let's um let's go straight to we mentioned him earlier, but uh, let's give a shout out to Kalen from Pagan Place Podcast, who he also interviewed me. He interviewed me earlier this year, and anyway, he asks, "What was my favorite time of doing stand up?" And I want to say that my favorite time, my favorite memories of stand-up comedy were basically from 2016 up through the pandemic destroying <laughs> destroying it. But uh, yeah, like it was, I got to say like 2020 was such a, 2020 was going to be such a promising year. <laughs> uh, but the really, I got to say the low-end gigolos, uh, my old podcast with Kevin Sanchez and Josh Pallad, that was my favorite time of of um, doing stand up. And when we had Yermans, which I think I told you about on my on my podcast, but I'll remember it for this show because I haven't talked about it in a while. So the three of us had a show, a live show that we did in this cop bar, this bar that was primarily a New York City cop bar. But it had all different people. It just had a, like a neighborhood Queens vibe. It had just such an, a crazy assortment of characters. And we um, we had a show there. There was this guy. Um, there was this guy, Colin Sick, and he ended up bringing this other guy. Fucking wow. I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Holy shit. Um, I'm blanking on this guy's name who died. Uh Anyway, he was um he was like this crazy this crazy like drunk guy um that had been like in jail a lot uh and he was also like our age and he just added this insane energy to it. Uh he was a maniac. It was terrible to be around him and he would soon die. But uh he was part of the Yerman scene and he also made it like chaotic, which the good thing about Yermans is because of that guy, just because of a person who's, who's, uh, like, uh, let's say, like the 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 sound of their soul. Like, let's say everyone's soul has a sound, and this person had a particularly chaotic, and, um, like, bold, like, and big, like, sound, right. And he, and even though he was, his life was like completely insane. Um, if you were even in his proximity, like you also had to like match that tone. So Yermans had like a lot of like people behaving at their craziest. And it was a, it was a really great place for comedy. Um, it was just like a fucking, like, it was like a boxing match. It was amazing. It was it was like one of the greatest things that I got to be a part of. And that's where um, the Low End Gigolos podcast started. Like we would do it in the back of there after shows or before shows. And then like just the way that uh, Kevin, Josh, and I would like make the Low End Gigolos uh, like had a lot to do with that place. So that was like one of the, that was the best thing. And that's like, you know, like sitting on the other side of the pandemic and my life has changed like I'm working at a school now. I have not been like on the circuit because like financially I was like in a terrible place and doing stand up in New York costs money. Like you have to fucking be schlepping all over the city doing all mics. You got to like buy drinks at all these different places. It's New York City. It's just like everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And like coming out of the pandemic, like I have not 
just dived into that life creatively um, like I did for the for the five years before the pandemic as I was like just going from, you know. So it's weird. So it's like weird that, um, you know, just to bring that contrast because that's where, you know, who knows? If the pandemic hadn't happened, a lot of things would be different. But like I probably would be doing more stand-up um, and, you know, it's weird because like now I'm just figuring out what like my, my mode of creative expression is, but I think it's all for the best. And one thing is that like, I'm still like moving forward in things. So, you know, I hope to get back to it. Um, you know, so anyway, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Somehow that, that kind of depressed me a little bit, but you know what? That That's where these suggestions have to lead. They have to lead toward like toward emotions, you know, toward an emotional place. Uh, King Mexico, another great podcast. King Mexico, who I who also interviewed me, asks, and and let me tell you, thank you. Shout out to all the podcasts, the collective of podcasts. I appreciate you guys. Uh, but King Mexico asks about soccer, and thank you because I'm going to look up. I'm gonna. I'm going to really honor this suggestion and I'm going to go to my favorite place, Google news, and I'm going to Google soccer and see what the news is in soccer. Okay. Okay. Surprise in sports illustrated news. Surprise veteran helps UCLA women's soccer bury CSU Fullerton. So it appears that a women's soccer team named UCLA Women's Soccer. They have killed and buried CSU Fullerton, a college, I guess, with much less name recognition than UCLA. CSU Fullerton? I'm sorry, but like, if you ever tell me, if you tell me you're going to, like, you're going to, like, oh, like, are you, what college you go to? Oh, I'm attending CSU Fullerton. I don't know if I can stop my face from crinkling in a, what the fuck did you just say to me? Scrunch. My face is going to immediately scrunch into a, say what? What the fuck? CSU Fullerton. Uh, excuse me, but that name's already taken by my co-host Spencer Fullerton Baird. Can I get a hell yeah? Thank you so much. Let me now now let me write on these dick right ass. <laughs> sorry, Ka- sorry, you're not allowed to say that. You, if if you say that the next part of that, <laughs> then you're not allowed. But yes, I do want to Google. Actually, I do need. You know what, Spe- yeah, Caps? You know what you need? You need the instrumental to hit him up on this podcast. So, so when the next time CSU Fullerton wants to show their face. And be a poser ass, taking my name ass, motherfuckers. I agree, Spencer. Go off. Fuck you, Spencer Fulton. S- oh, oh shit. That, I just said fuck you to myself. You know what, Spencer? It's okay. You're fr- you're frazzled. You're frustrated. And just thank you to UCLA women's soccer for burying these motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck you, CSU Fullerton. Trying to come at my man's like that. Trying to fucking steal his name. On his name day, no less. You know? Fucking Spencer. Fucking CSU Fullerton. I can't even say your name. When I say the name of your college, all I can think about is my homie Spencer Fullerton Baird and how you try to fucking play him like that. But you got you got your asses played by UCLA Women's Soccer. What's up? All right, cool. So that's one thing of soccer news. But... Um... Men's soccer hits the road for Longwood Naval Academy Athletics. Damn it. Okay. Um, sorry. I that one I didn't couldn't read it as good. All right. Apparently, the, I have an ad blocker, so I can't even read this. Uh, I can't even read this article. And and you know what? Fuck you, dude. Yeah, I have an ad blocker. I'm not trying to get kind of crazy shit on my computer. Uh, I already told you two stories ago that sometimes I watch porn. No fucking big deal. So I have an ad blocker. I don't fucking... Anyway, uh, let me get... So I can't read the article, but it turns out that 
Naval Academy Athletics, which I guess is a soccer team, hit the road for Longwood. I don't understand what that story is about. I guess, you know, listen, they do travel teams in soccer. Apparently they do they do college team type stuff. As we saw, as we saw, and don't remind me about how UCLA buried CSU Fullerton in a six foot grave and fucking put the dirt over them and CSU Fullerton all choked on dirt and died. Um yeah. And you know what else fucking you know who I and and I and before UCLA claimed it, I thought it was another hit put out by the Queen Elizabeth herself, just out here killing entire soccer teams um for the crown. So anyway, the next we're gonna do one more um article here with a different news sound. All right. All right. All right. Viking soccer falls to number 11, Minnesota State. Minnesota. Minnesota State also, it turns out, is... So, J-Caps, later this month, from the 25th to the 28th, will be in Minnesota, Duluth to be exact, at the Minnesota Web Fest. But, also in Minnesota, the Agastana Vikings... Um, just fell to number 11 Minnesota State unit Mavericks, who are a soccer team, who are, yes, who are a soccer team. And you know what? They fell, they beat, they buried the Viking soccer team in a Viking funeral. They actually put the entire soccer team on, they had to make them lay down on a wooden planks and they, 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 they went to the nearest uh, lake because you know, as you know, Minnesota is the land of a thousand lakes. Inside Minnesota are a thousand lakes. It's just made of Swiss cheese, which ironically is another huge export of Minnesota. Minnesota is a place that is known for three things. They're known for um, the that they have Minnesota State Mavericks. They're the number one soccer team, and everybody is a fan of that soccer team. They're very popular. Um, but of course, that's not the only thing. Also, I, w- I would be remiss to say that Minnesota is known for its web series festival, which is happening the 25th to the 28th. I will be attending. Um, I'm getting an accolade. I'm being nominated for best comedy web series. But even beneath that, even underneath in the core, in the very core of um the state of Minnesota, which is a state in America, the thing they are known for is cheese. And Swiss cheese is cheese that has holes in it. Not unlike the state itself, which has holes, but not of cheese, holes of lakes. And what Minnesota State University did was they pushed the Viking soccer team out after they lost four to two and also won three one and then one one. So I don't know why this is a very weird thing. Every time I look at a fucking phone, every time I look at uh, the scores, it's just like phone numbers. But I'm not. But you know what? So here's the thing. Uh, Minnesota in this um, in this uh, soccer match, which is what you call it, the soccer match. Here's what happened. Um, the the Augustana Vikings. They scored two goals. Right. But the Minnesota State University Mavericks, who, by the way, the Minnesota State University Mavericks does not have a stereotype of being like a very, very woke school or having very, very smart people at it. Neither of those things do you associate Minnesota State University with. What you do associate with Minnesota State University is their ability to destroy and kill and then put the Viking soccer team into a Viking funeral-style, water-style grave, which is when you burn the corpses of the people who you were just playing soccer against, you burn them alive as you put them on a raft that's made of wood and will itself burn in the middle of one of the one-of-thousand lakes that are purportedly located in the state of Minnesota. So that is, and 
And that is the soccer news. Not going to look for another to find out that it's all just news about college soccer. All right. Now, the next suggestion leads us, and it could only lead us, to um, Adam Cloud. Thank you, Adam Cloud. And he says, talk about grandmas. Um, You know, my grandma... um, she died in 2014, um, and she was on my dad's side. On my mom's side, there's a woman who is like a grandma, but she's still alive. But also, I don't really see her very much, but she was never my grandma in name. On my dad's side, I had a, pro- a proper grandma in name. So that lady, she died in 2019. Um, and no, not 2019, 2014. Jeez, I'm going to have to 2014. Let me set the record straight. I listened to the beginning of last episode and I said that I was going to come out with the wolf episode and I know no one was paying attention, but it's those type of mistakes that make me think like caps, you know, is it like, what's going on with you? Do you know what day it is? Do you know what year it is? Like sometimes you make a joke of pretending to not know anything, but Maybe you don't really know anything. Maybe you're a totally stupid retard, you know? Have you ever thought about that? And it's like, yeah, inner voice. I think about that all the time. I think, hey, you know, I teach at a special needs school because it takes one to know one, you know? Deep down, maybe I've been hiding that fact. How many times am I going to say that joke on the show? But anyway, um, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. So where was I with that whole thing? Um, I was saying that um, something. I forgot what I was saying, but I think it had to do with Minnesota State University. I was done with soccer. Um, Oh, yeah, my grandma. Right. So my grandma died in 2014. and But my happiest memories of my grandma was during the time when after my... (laughs) This is after my grandpa died. When I was, he died when I was five. I loved my grandpa, even though I didn't have that much time with him. He made he made an impression on me from zero to five, so that like, even though when he died, like I didn't even totally understand it. Whenever I think of my grandpa, I'm like I'm. I remember how, like, the fun things that, like the fun images of childhood that are like broken images, but when I was like five to let's say 14, I had, a, I had like, I was close with my grandma and her like live-in boyfriend of 20, like after, after my grandma, after my grandpa died, my grandma immediately shacked up with this new guy. Um, it's like fucking amazing. It's like my, my, my grandpa, my grandpa's body was not even, um, you know, cold in the ground before my grandma. No, that's not true. That's not true. I don't want to, I mean, I do want to make fun of my grandma for the sake of this joke, but I also, I think it's like also not, it's not totally true. Like it is weird that, that like, I think like by the time I'm sick, six Vinny's in the picture, but then he only died when I was four and a half. Right. Or maybe five, maybe even five. So you know what? Honestly, good for you, grandma. I'm glad. I'm glad because I know my grandma was horribly depressed when my grandpa died. So I'm glad. No, and Vinny was a good guy. Vinny was great, and he was in my life for 25 years until he he um got dementia and also became uh, abusive. And in any case, I love my grandma. And those years from like five to 14, um, especially the early ones, because once I became a teenager, I started to like not see my grandparents very much. But when I was younger, they would take me like um, Vinny and my grandma would take me out to Long Island and take me out to like museums and stuff. And I was at like that age where I would like talk a lot about um, nature and stuff, like just being a little nerdy kid. And um, yeah, like I have really positive memories of those times. Um, you know, they, they, they even, and even to like uh, dovetail with Canada the last trip I ever took with my grandparents, I was 14, and they took me on a, like, a Greyhound bus 
um, like an old people's Greyhound bus trip from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Hamilton, Ontario for like an overnight. And I went with the old people on the bus. It was so funny. I mean, I was like a, like 14. So like, obviously I wanted, I wanted to do my own thing, but I was like innocent enough that I was like, yeah, this is going to be fun. And it was, it was fun. We went to like a, um, we went to an Oktoberfest, um, (laughs) with them. Like in this, in Hamilton, Ontario, there was like, you know, like this like big wooden, like Bavarian beer hall style thing. Obviously I wasn't drinking. I was like, uh, I, I was like a, a goody two I guess I could have, looking back, I could have easily drunk. Cause like thinking back to that October, Oktoberfest atmosphere, like I could have had a beer. It would have been fine. Right. But I didn't. Um, but then the next day I actually ran off from the trip and like had my own little adventure in Hamilton, uh, Ontario. And when I was 14, that was 1994. So it was the fourth season of the kids in the hall, which I was really into. I was like super into the kids in the hall from like when I was 10 onward. And that season was particularly great. So I was just like a 14 year old kid being like, yeah, this is Canada. This is like where Kids in the Hall happens. So, I don't know. It's like just um, in remem- in shouting out Canada from Kaylin's suggestion, um, I'm remembering this time uh, that connects to my grandma when I when I went um, on that trip, which would have been which would be the last trip I would take with them. Um, and uh, you know, not that I I just like was. After that, like too much of a teenager doing my own thing to like want to go on a trip with my with my, with my grandma, um, and it's sad because, you know, those years after that, my grandma would eventually decline, and, you know, listen, uh, it's like pretty good to be in contact with elderly people. I think we all should, if in our family or, like our extended family, we should be in touch with elderly people because we hopefully will also live that long and we should understand and have some type of, um, you know, connection with, with people as they get older because, like, we're... That's going to be us. And if there is to be any type of, like, community in the world, then, I don't know, I think that that is something but you know it doesn't oh like if the person like let's say it's like queen elizabeth like who literally by hand did a holocaust like or like a few then you know take all i'm saying is take it with a grain of salt but it is i think we should respect our elders right so anyway um next suggestion last suggestion comes from comes from fuertons and and he says emo. He says his suggestion is emo. And emo was a music style that came about in after the ska scene. I think the ska scene went on from 1995, like the third wave ska scene, which was like what I remember as a teenager, went from 1995 to 1998 when, um, when Real Big Fish came out. Real Big Fish really killed the ska scene. Ironically, they did that song Sell Out, and that was like the last summer of ska. And then things turned to emo. And emo was not as fun as ska, but it was like, it was dramatic. It was like divas. It was like boys being divas. I remember like, there were bands that like, it's like people would say, I mean, this is some shit that like an 18-year-old would say, like an 18-year-old like dummy kid, like a girl. But check it out. It'd be like, oh my God, that singer cried like on stage. And it's like anybody who performs knows like that's a very contrived thing. <laughs> like it's like you're practicing songs over and over again and what you're practicing crying during it, like that's so contrived. But yet that was the kind of thing that was popular during the emo scene. Um, I, I worked at Moonscar Records, so I lost my job at that time. I worked at the record label. 
Um, and I was always, I was into, so the Long Island music scene, I'm just going to once again fucking shout out On the Might of Princes. I am so glad that my old band bookstore got to play with On the Might of Princes. And, and when I think of emo, I think of On the Might of Princes, I think of like how lucky I was to be at those shows and that like Jason Rosenthal, like got to, yeah, basically I'm trying to like, like, um, big up myself for being friends with Jason, Jason Rosenthal. Um, even though, you know, and he's dead now. So, you know, it's like, just like, just like I said about, um, nine 11, like I was friends with him. You were not like, so I'm, so I'm cool, you know? Uh, anyway, thank you so much. And that was, uh, the world according to J caps. Hopefully this episode was good. We can only hope, but, uh, as far as guests go, there was somebody who everyone's been asking about guests and um, I'm thinking of like finding like a studio where I can invite people where it's like, it's like a turnkey operation where it's like I can invite people sit down, do the show it's recorded and I can tell people one address instead of being like, I have no idea. I don't know if people are coming over my house. I live in Lindenhurst. It's not convenient. So that's where, um, That's where that is, and thanks for listening. See you next week.